The following program is rated BBMALSA. It contains strong language, sexual situations, awesomeness, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Listener indiscretions are advised. Welcome to our Bliss Bringers podcast. The materials we cover encourage adults of all ages, nationalities, and sexualities to open up and embrace their wildest desires and blissful pleasures. You won't find medical advice here, just our personal experiences following the journey of sexual evolution and education in sizzling fun topics that were definitely not taught to us in school, but have wickedly blossomed into reality. We discuss adventures in ethical non-monogamy, kinks and fetishes, exotic places to visit, sexy events, workshops, and tips. Allow us to seduce you into embarking on new adventures where each day you ask yourself, what's your pleasure? So what are we doing here? We are catching up on what we've been doing the last couple of weeks. Before we forget, because we have so many adventures. I've already forgotten. Where did we leave off? We left off right when we were going to Burning Man. No. Yes. No. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. So where are we going to start? Well, I would start at BonCon. It is a brand new sort of mini conference at the Armory in San Kink Francisco. Friendly. Yes, it is at kink.com. And if y'all don't know what kink.com is, shame on you. You lie. You do know what it is. <laughs> Just go to your browser history. Okay. No, a lot of girls do not know what kink.com is. Well, then type it in. But right. not, not at work. Not at work. Oh, don't. No. Don't no. do it at work. Anywho, we went to a couple presentations. One was from Danorama. And one was from Thrage. One was from Dominique, who's a transgender professional dominant. And we went to a class on flogging. That was the best. Now, we know Mistress flogging. Dubois. Yes, Cleo Dubois was the instructor, so... Back up a little bit. This is a kink-friendly educational series, a little bit different than what Dark Odyssey is. Uh, it's new, and kink.com is sponsoring it at the Armory, which is their world headquarters of where the the delicious pornography is being filmed. But it, it has some history to the building. The building is an early 1900s building, and... There's a lot of history in the basement, you know, where some of these films are being filmed. It was an armory for the U.S. Army to protect the shores in the San Francisco area. There's a natural springs, a creek that runs through the bottom of that building. It's eerie because it's cold and damp down below, but they have everything on, what, three, four floors or where... The shootings are taking place. The editing is taking place. They have a, a vendor's location. And well, it's basically an entire city block. Yeah, it's huge. So we did our trainings in there, and then we had a tour of the armory. Remember that? With a bunch of our kinky friends. Yeah, if you're ever visiting the San Francisco area, kink.com has daily tours, and they sell out very quickly. So make sure to get your reservations in. The tours are fascinating because they take you through the armory. They show you where a lot of the porn films are being shot. You will see the live models, the artists themselves, the actors and the act actresses that are there. They normally have bits and pieces that they are doing, practicing in dry runs for their kinky scenes. They're doing it right there for those of us that are on the tour. So it's and really sometimes just for fun. Yeah, just for fun. They 
they were having fun, weren't they? Yes. Yeah, when I turned around after my first class before you arrived, because I was there early, I turned around and there's a scene going on where the vendors area is. And it's all these gorgeous, hunky men. And I'm like, oh my God. I, I, I'm sorry. As a woman, I find it very, very sexy to see a group of men together. I'm definitely a fan for bisexual and watching gay porn. I think that's hot. I think it's fucking hot to see gorgeous men in their cocks and no women except me. No. So anyhow, sorry, I digress. Uh, <laughs> she was distracted by cocks. Oh my God, the image in my head is of these gorgeous men and cocks and chests and arms and the whippings and the punishments. Oh, sorry. Ah, that's my heaven. <laughs> All right. So what else did we see during the tour? Do you want to talk a little bit about the session with Rajay? Um, sure, we can talk about that. What did you think of it? So, Trajet, if, if that's the right way to pronounce that. It's spelled T-H-R-A-J-E. Trajet is how I'm going to pronounce it. But yeah. he goes by John. Interestingly enough. <laughs> Very and he made man. that name up just to fuck with his submissives. I was really fascinated by his submissives. Yes. When we walked into the room, this gorgeous blonde was on her knees. She was a full-time submissive. She had her hands in palms facing up. And she did a greeting. She waited for his orders. Mm -hmm. She kissed his shoes. I love that. Yep. He explained that's the ritual they do every morning. Yes. So he lives this at home and then in their non-vanilla world. But he also works in corporate America. So their protocols are outlined very strictly. And that was one of the things that... He did a great job with presenting. Yeah. He obviously, whatever role he plays in his eight to five job, he is a professional speaker. Very well organized. I would highly recommend anyone that wants to look him up for maybe some private practice. But what he brought to light was being able to take the dominant role into the corporate America, you know, and, and becoming a better leader, be a better manager or whatever in that position versus a submissive role. So I'm really interested in following up with him. He gave a talk on designing protocols for your submissives, working together on finding your values of your relationship. And that was pretty interesting. It was a different level of an educational topic. He came at it at a different angle, which I grabbed onto from understanding enough about the BDSM kink world in the, the DS relationships as well as being in a marriage, as well as working in corporate America. And so the way that he, he addressed the dominant and submissive roles, I really appreciated because he, mm -hmm. it was actually very elegant. We'll definitely touch base with him. Yes. Yeah. I'm hoping to get him on to an interview. I'd like to learn more. Personally speaking, I would like to learn more from him. He has some unique techniques. And that's the one thing about going to these sessions. You know, one would think, oh, God. How many of these sessions can Blissbringers go? They got to be like getting all the same shit out of every class. And no, not at all. Each instructor has their own technique and their own perception of how the BDSM world works for them and the people, their partners. I've taken new techniques away from every one of our classes, from every one of those instructors and incorporated it into our life. What about you? Yeah, it's... Amazing seeing not just physical techniques, but also getting techniques on building your headspace. 
That's the one thing about Cleo Dubois that I noticed with her being in the scene for over 30 years. Folks, if you haven't heard of Cleo Dubois, check out her website. We'll have it in our show notes. But for those swingers that are listening to us that have a, a little bit of a kinky side or they're not sure if they can introduce it to their partner, Cleo Dubois actually specializes in training for couples in a sensual scene, in an erotic way, how to help partners negotiate and discuss the kinky BDSM side without scaring their partner away. So we'll have her website, but I, I did check it out and was really impressed with her agendas. And I was impressed with her instruction too on teaching flogging. I thought it was very sensual. And we'll try to get her on for an interview as well. Yeah, she says she's going to. So we talked about the tour. They showed all the different locations where they did their shoots. A lot of it is original. And some of them are props. What do you mean props? Like completely built up from scratch. Like, oh, yeah, the rooms are... Like they have a wrestling ring. They have yeah. a rubber room for the crazy people. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have an interrogation room. Interrogating is good. Mine fucks everybody. Yes. Ooh, I love they, have, they have a little speakeasy where yes. they film the, the public humiliation thing. Yeah, that wrestling room was rather interesting. That's a separate subsection of King.com. I think it's called Total Surrender or something like that. Rough play. Yeah, where they have women wrestling and then the loser gets fucked by the winner. Okay, that's rather interesting. I think I'm more interested in the woman-man wrestling than seeing two girls wrestle. Yeah. I want to see a girl kick a guy's ass, because they will. <laughs> they probably have some. just haven't seen those yet. So we saw all those. They didn't take us to the upper floor. That was a private area. They had a private party going on. And we've been to kink.com's parties. Yes, to the upper floor. Right. It feels like you're walking into a book. Yes. It literally feels like you're walking in onto a porn set because it is a porn set. But that was not part of the tour that day. No. What era would you describe? Victorian. It is Victorian. Reddish, dark colors with big, heavy-duty wooden tables that have D-rings to tie down your submissive on the dinner table and possibly eat sushi off their belly. Mm -hmm. So we did the tour. So we did the tour. With our gang of misfits. And then that night, oh, we went to a party. Yeah, We went to two parties. So after we left kink.com, we went across the street, we discovered. Yes, there was a meet and greet. Kink.com owns a bar across the street. That's a pretty cool bar. Mm -hmm. We want to do a party next year. Yeah, that was a very swingalicious location. Yeah, I think that'd be a great meetup place for swingers. Yes, if we can get the downstairs rented out. Oh, easy peasy. Yep, let's do that next time. Let's get a swinger kink-friendly group going for that tour, and then we'll go across the street and party. Mm-hmm, that could work. All right. And then what did we do? We went to the, the king.com party. Yeah, we didn't go back to the hotel, though. We changed in the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Too much going on. We didn't see our hotel. We didn't go back to the hotel to change into our outfits. There was a really nice upscale party being thrown at kink.com. And Midori was part of the entertainment. She was showing off her artistry, rope and exotic artwork with a live Flower model. Flower arrangement. Yeah, with a live model. Sexy live model. I was walking the various rooms because all those rooms at the bottom level where they shoot their films were open to the public so you could hang out in there 
and do whatever. They just did not allow any nudity, which was sort of weird, because they were serving alcohol. Right. Yeah, San Francisco, California laws, you can't be fully nude if there's alcohol being served, which is so, kind of silly. Interesting thing there is I met this girl in one of the rooms who was trying out her flogging. She was at the flogging class of Mrs. Dubois. Oh. And she bought a flogger that looked fancy, but that was totally the wrong size for her. Why? She was tiny, and it had a handle that didn't turn, so... Are you saying size matters? Size always matters. So we had a flogging emergency, so I had to teach her how to flog. A boyfriend and a friend that needed flogging there. Two boys? Yep. Oh, that's pretty interesting. So she was learning how to flog so she could flog the boys. It was practical because I had one example and then she could repeat what I was doing. First, I had them on the bed, uh, bending over the bed. and John, did you just say you bent a boy over the bed? Yes, two boys. And then we made them lay on the floor. Do we need to discuss something? <laughs> well, it was pretty funny. And then uh, I showed two-handed flogging, how you can flog two people at once. That was pretty funny. You're a show-off. Yes. It was a flogging emergency. Exhibitionist. I took one of Anastasia's boy toys and tied oh, yeah. him up. Tied him up. And the two of us, Anastasia and I, we had a awesome time i was flogging him i was teasing him i was giving him orders but she's played with him quite a bit and he has a high pain threshold in fact he has a unique kink he loves it when people punch his balls and pull his balls and god even my legs are starting to tighten up because that (laughs) You know, he's howling and screaming, and I'm like, oh, Anastasia, don't hurt him. She goes, oh, he loves it. And he leans over, and he goes, oh, I love it. And I'm like, are you guys crazy? Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Oh, it was great. It was a lot of, it was a learning session. It was also a very kinky session. Mm-hmm. We have some good, good pictures, good, delicious, yummy pictures. For me, the most interesting part was walking around at the party and looking at people and Many of them had like a flogger or a stick or something like that with them and were trying it out. But you could so see the difference between who knew what they were doing and who had absolutely no clue and were faking it. Quite a few newbies. Yes. I'm so proud to see all these vanilla people enter the dark side. I'm proud of the swingers for coming out of the closet and embracing the kinky side. I'm in, I'm just, I'm happy to see people finally enjoying a little bit of that kink. Mm-hmm. Spicy. You actually had a conversation with a very young guy at the very oh, end. Oh yeah, yeah. He he came up to me around. and he was like, "Oh, so tell me your secrets." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Well, you were walking around like you know what you're doing. <laughs> like, explain it to me everything. I'm like, "Okay, that's gonna be a long one." I gave him some pointers on what books he should read. How did he even find his way at this party? He was a very clean cut young guy. Yes, he just. Got an invite for, oh, there's this wild and kinky party. And he's like, oh, I'll go to it. And he went by himself. He didn't go with any friends? Nope. Oh, I'm so proud of him. It was good for him, but he has a lot to learn. But he's young, so he has an advantage on that. So good for him. Yeah, actually, he does have an advantage. Can you imagine if we started when we were 23, where we would be today? We would be like... Mr. Bois and Midori, we'd have years under our belt. I don't know if we would have the same expertise as 
some of the rope masters out there like Miss Genevieve and Midori and Lokai, but you know, you never know. If we had started when we were young, just think where yeah. we'd be today. Who knows? Anyway, so after that, we went to our overpriced hotel room. Yeah, so that weekend, what is going on with the hotel prices? It just recently, they have just like jumped up like twice. It's crazy. So anyhow, it's Folsom Street Fair weekend and the prices so of the hotel. everything was booked. It's like $300 a night was the cheapest one. So yeah, we split that. Normally we like our privacy, but you know, for one night of partying and just having a bed to sleep, I can't just... It was sort of fun coming down the elevator and looking at the Starbucks there and you see these people in leather, in latex or in the with the sex geek t-shirt on. I'm like, oh. I know that. Yeah, so we're talking about Sunday after the party at kink.com. Sunday morning was the opening of Folsom Street Fair. Yay! One of my favorite annual events here in San Francisco. Hi, this is Emily from Cassidy, and you can find me and hundreds of other sexually social swingers at cassidy.blissbringers.com. And that's spelled K. A-S-I-D-I-E. How would you describe Folsom? Well, it started off for the leather community. You know, the the gay men in leather, and it runs up and down Folsom Street. Uh, it has vendors, but it's broadened itself. It has circles of the community from the burning man scene it has swingers it has the vanillas holy cow there are it has so tourists there are so many freaking vanilla tourists that are walking around there's no room to walk this year was more crowded than the year before and the year before it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger kink.com is a major sponsor there they always have demonstrations kinky demonstrations i mean come on yeah, what city can you go to and you see a, a mistress pissing on a male submissive? <laughs> yeah, and the who, crowd is who, chanting, Who just happened go, to be Marcelo? Marcelo, you are so cute up there at stage. Good for you. We were rooting in the backgrounds because there was such a huge crowd that was sitting around and watching the mistress uh, tormenting him. You know, do you and remember? cattle prodding him? Cattle prodding. Remember when we were walking through the crowd and I heard the screams? I'm like, oh, stop. That sounds familiar. That sounds like Marcelo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tells you something. When you recognize the screams coming from the king.com. Yeah, this year, though, was a little bit too crowded for me. I don't like the new location. They moved it up like a block or so. Yeah, so they, on Folsom Street, it begins at 8th Street. And they, it's built, it's blocked off all the way down to the, uh, the highway interchange, the 101 interchange. And the reason that they've moved it further is because all the Googleites, the young, up-and-coming, well-paid-to-do 30-something-year-olds that are buying up all the homes in San Francisco and the condos, they don't want these types of events in front of their condos. And this, this Folsom Street Fair has been going on for years. And so basically, it's these, it's just not the Google employees it's also the Facebook employees. It's also the <laughs> Salesforce.com employees. And yes, I'm calling you all out because you all know what I'm talking about. And they've got these young little attitudes of, oh, we don't want that in our backyard, which just makes me want to bark. Mm -hmm. Get over yourself. How do you really feel about it? <laughs> this is San Francisco. You don't like it? Move the fuck out. Yep. So we, we ran around a lot. 
there, visited all the vendors. You know, that's the one thing I love about Folsom Street Fair, all the best at-home businesses that are making the best floggers and the best paddles. And they're hardworking. They do this as either their full-time living or their side business, but the vendors that come out are the best. And they're from all over the country. Boris and Doris, where the fuck were you guys? I know. You bad kids, get your butt over here. But, you know, every time we go to Folsom Street Fair, we always pick up a new toy. This is the first year we did not buy a toy. I bought a new toy, but that was at King.com. Yeah. Does that count? No. It's not on the street. It's not the Folsom Street Fair. What did you buy? I bought a suspension ring. And what are you planning on doing with that? Suspending things and people. Oh, people. I was going to say, my plants keep dying, so you're not going to be hanging Well, I was, practic- <laughs> I was practicing the suspension ties on the big teddy bear. My teddy bear's name is Christopher, by the way. It does have a name. Okay. Sorry, Christopher. And it's approximately 35 years old, so be nice to him. Okay. <laughs> uh, John does have a picture of uh, Christopher hanging in a harness suspended from his new yep. rigging ring. By the way, you can find the pictures of Folsom and of Christopher being suspended in our Quesadilla group, which you can get to by going to quesadilla.blissbringers.com. After we were done running around at Folsom, we went for drinks at Wicked Grounds. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I needed it. When there's so many people and so many things going on that I get quickly tired and I needed to just check out. So Wicked Grounds is a kink-friendly cafe and it's also right off of Folsom Street over by Mr. S. We stopped in and got a delicious cappuccino, got some caffeine in the veins. And and remember next to who you sat down? Yeah, there was only one table that was available because it was pretty crowded in there too. And I asked to share the table with this gorgeous hunk of a man that I I watched the night before doing uh, some whips. He's fascinating with his whips. Come to find out his name is Disciple. Yes. Very well-mannered gentleman and sharp dresser. Man, that man knows how to dress. I've been to one of his trainings before. That was in the, in the Citadel on spanking. Oh, well, really? That wasn't with you, though. Oh, should I get jealous? You can get jealous all you want. <laughs> we'll save that one for another show. Yeah, he does do some classes at Citadel, and he was doing that. He he seems to be more and more in the scene, or at least maybe we're coming more and more in the scene, because I think he's been in the scene quite a long time. Yeah, he's an old hand. Yeah, well, he's got smooth hands. So I just sent him an email last night. We'll see if it works. I want some training. Yeah, I think I'm ready to take that next step in learning how to do the whips. Watch out, everybody. (laughs) Single tail. I'm just fascinated, and there aren't too many masters of that craft that mesmerize me, and he is very good. He, it's all in the wrist. I watch him with his wrist, and he's very gentle, and he's great with the people that he's whipping the shit out of. He's gentle to introducing the single tail. He doesn't get crazy with the cracking sounds, and then I noticed you know, when he does tag somebody, and it looks like it may be a little too painful. I like the aftercare that he gives. Mm-hmm. He's really good. So, Disciple, if you're out there, call us or email, email me us. back. Call me. 
at <laughs> mistress at blissbringers.com. <laughs> right. So uh, what else? What else that did was, we do? I think that was it. We called it for that weekend, you know, after the cappuccino. Yep. We didn't party like we normally do. We said goodbye to our friends. They drove back up to Sacramento. That gorgeous fireman and his wife. Lovely couple. Yeah. And the naughty nurse in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. We will see them again soon. Yep. That was wholesome. Mm -hmm. We've done a couple of parties since then. Yes. We did the art gallery last night. Yep. That was interesting. And we also went to the Citadel in the meantime. Last week. Yes. Hi, I'm Daniel Stern. I'm the author of Swingland Between the Sheets of the Secretive, Sometimes Messy, but Always Adventurous Swinging Lifestyle. Out right now in hardback and ebook, available at all bookstores and at blissbringers.com slash swingland. Do you want to talk about your newest household member? <laughs> she is a household member. So we have accepted the request to take a submissive under my wing. And so I I own my first sparrow. Yay! That's her nickname. That's her name. She is my little pet. And she is so fragile. The name fits perfectly. She is a sparrow. And so I think we're going to learn quite a bit from one another. And so we'll see where this journey goes. And you, John, have been a great help because you have an evil hand, a wicked hand, and she has a very high pain threshold. So having you be my my servicing top, yep. I'm enjoying. So instead this. of good cop bad cop, we, we do nice dom mean dom. Yeah, you are the mean dom. I like orchestrating scenes. I like giving you the orders of what to do to her, and she she has given us the consent to include you as long as I watch over her. <laughs> she is not your chew toy. And we did take her to the party. It was the first swinger party that she'd been to. She's really new to the scene. She met us at Burning Man. You'll hear her sexy little voice on the uh, the Burning Man episode where I introduced spanking to her. She wasn't really comfortable with the swinger party. And I, I understand her anxieties. Yes, it's, it's a different world than the king scene. Well, so for the folks that are listening that are swingers... This is something to just keep in mind. In the BDSM kink world, we we have high protocols, rules that are a lot stricter than in the swinger community. Although, you know, we have rules that says do not touch without consent. Those rules inevitably are broken. Sometimes get forgotten by some people. Uh, mostly women. They touch, you know, when they when they see somebody like, oh, I like your hair, and they reach over and they touch the hair. They don't mean anything about it. But for someone that is strictly from the BDSM kink world, they are not used to having strangers touch them. Or in this case, people wanted to touch Sparrow's tattoo on her thigh, and without asking, they just immediately decide to touch it. Swinger people, including you ladies, you lovely ladies, Please remember to ask for consent because not every one of the women or men want to be touched by a stranger. Get to know them first. Ask for permission before touching because those newbies that we're trying to bring into the swinger community. Well, even bringing a new swinger in a swinger community yeah. requires appropriate amount of consent. And it scares them when they start to have people touch them. They just immediately think that, People want to have sex, which they probably do, but 
Just yeah. remember when you're at a party and you're meeting people. Especially if it's people you don't know. Yep. They may have their boundaries very high. So uh, think of them first, guys. Ask for their consent before you touch them. Yeah, that's it. And then if you get their consent, you can spank their ass or whatever. <laughs> Or touch their hair. No, fuck them. Well, do you remember at your birthday party a few years ago? I'm sure I've said this before, but that one birthday party where the woman grabbed my hair because I have long, thick hair, and she tried to convince me that I should be with girls and I probably should have my hair pulled, and I thought I was going <laughs> to kill the bitch. And I was being polite, saying, oh, no, I'm a dom. I don't like my hair pulled, and she tried to convince me. Do you remember that scene? Yes. Guess who was at the party at the art gallery? It's that same woman. And I at first started going, oh, you're so beautiful. And then all of a sudden, the little red flag in my head went off. She did have better manners this time. She did not pull my hair. Uh, but I, yeah, I thought I was going to kill that woman because she wanted to pull my hair. Oh. So, yeah, that was fun at the party. It was fun. I think we turned some heads when we were doing our spanking sessions there. Honey, we were exhibitionists. We were doing the spanking scene with Sparrow and blindfolded her mind fucked with her when i walked away <laughs> i really am getting into this mind fucking stuff i don't know what the hell's up with me the evil side of me is coming out that took a long time that was a long scene uh, i didn't feel like it was long no it, it was tangerine it was, mentioned it was a long time yeah, it was over two hours was it really wow time i flies. almost didn't get laid oh please <laughs> oh gosh John, you have girls always lined up on the wall waiting for their turn. It's almost like we need to be at a meat market when somebody takes a ticket and says, serving now, number 81, 81, please. You would have gotten laid. The girls were waiting. Yeah. You got laid. You got the girl in trouble that you got laid by, though. Yes, I bumped. He cock blocked. Yes. You pulled a cock block. Yep, normally it gets pulled on me, so... This is revenge for the universe. I was going to call some names out, but I didn't want any phone calls. <laughs> he knows who he is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead and explain that one because the swingers would like to hear this one. Go ahead. Explain how did you get the girl in trouble? Oh, so there was a couple which the last time I saw them was on... My big birthday party. Mr. and Mrs. Pilates is their nickname. Yes. She has the world's most famous ass. Oh my God. It is so tight that not only can you bounce a quarter off of it, she can literally jack off a man with her ass cheeks. And that is no joke. And, and, and that is not a matter of speech. No. She did it the first time I met her. Yes. Which was very impressive. I didn't even know that it was going on. So It was awesome. Yes. She giggled when we mentioned it. <laughs> she, and then she was she was very happy to explain, yes, she can still do that. Uh -huh. we, well, we didn't try that. Anyhow, so while we were there with Sparrow, she and her husband and another couple decided to play on the bed next to us. And they were going to do a, well, basically a foursome or a full swap. So Mr. Pilates was going at it with the other woman. And then... The other guy was going down on Mrs. Pilates. And while she was laying there, she was beckoning me to come over. I saw her hand reach over and wrap around your waist. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. But before that, she was giving me the eye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I happened to walk past her while I was cleaning up the ropes. And yeah, then she groped me. And then 
And then that turned into a blowjob while the other guy was going down on her. That's right. I saw you put your cock in her mouth. And then she said, oh, yeah, let's swap. I'm like, okay. I was thinking like, oh, I'll go down on her. No problem. And then she says, yeah, uh, put on a condom and fuck me. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you're not going to have to say that twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was fucking her from behind and she was going down on the other guy. Oh, that's right. Remember that? Yes. I was doing that for a bit and then she was changing it up. And then so far is that. I saw you on your back at one yes, point. Yes, she wanted me on my back and then she got on top of me and then. Did she squirt this time? No. I told the story. And I then after, the story. after a while, she sort of forgot about the blowjob for the other guy. <laughs> she got too distracted. <laughs> and then the other guy got bored and was putting his clothes on. So his wife got annoyed. So she oh. wanted to leave. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, and so the wife got annoyed and stopped playing with Mr. Pilates? Oh, God. That is really a bad cock block. I'm going to high five you. Good job. Good job. Oh, oops. So. Sorry about that. Not really. A little bit. It was all about the other guy. His feelings were hurt. Yes. So it was one of those married couples that must not play. Separately. Unless... I, I don't know. I might have caused some, some drama. Shame on you. Oh. Mr. Pilates was upset. Yeah. Because his fun ended. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but your your wife has such a cute ass. It's, you you got to understand. Smile. And she's she's so bubbly. She is so bubbly. She's always happy. And hot. Very hot. So, I have mitigating circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. That's all right. So, we watched, we walked Sparrow to her car. Yep. And that was... That was it. That was the end of that. And We're going to see her again. Pretty soon. We have a training session scheduled for... Yep. It's in the calendar. Yeah, we're at the point of schedules that we are now sharing our calendars. We're doing the poly thing, like, oh, we'll put it in the Google Calendar. You know, that's funny because I think we are considered poly because we do have really good friends that we love and adore and would drop everything for. But we're picking up some techniques of poly, but I will never title yeah. us poly. Yes, it's because we don't do potlucks. We don't do potlucks. And I don't want anyone to ha check in with me. You know, like dating stuff. I want people to go out and fuck whoever they want, whenever they want. And I don't want any drama. Poly people, I don't know how you do it. God bless you guys for multitaskers because I don't know how you guys do it. But anyhow, we are taking your idea for Google Calendar and we're opening it up and we're scheduling it with some of our playmates. It makes life easier. Maybe that'll count. Can we be a hybrid? Let's be hybrids. We'll just be special. Oh, dear, you are very special. And what else? think that's about it we celebrated our anniversary yes we are in santa cruz that was fun that was a sexy hot weekend just you and i we had a fuck fest on our own it was like a first time ever gotta do that again eh, wait till the next anniversary <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it i mean there's other little parties and stuff like that but we don't have to tell them everything no, then no, no, we that's... start to sound like sluts yes and we wouldn't have that now would we <laughs> No. No. All right. So what's our upcoming calendar like? We have Dark Odyssey that's coming up. I'm going to that. And Halloween's coming up. We got Halloween is coming up. Yay. Yay. We're going to do a live broadcast. Yes. We did it last year. 
but we're doing it this year again, and it's going to be bigger and better. I think we and should... And if you don't believe me, check out last year's episode. Yeah, but this year we're going to do a bedcast. I think we should have a bedcast. Ooh, I like the idea. Let's do Slutville jumping from bedcast to bedcast. So we'll have like the hosts of the party for Thursday night. We'll have to jump into bed with them and do a bedcast. We'll have to jump into Master Bill's bed and do a bedcast because his British yummy delicious girl is coming back. So we'll have to meet mm. up with Mr. Bill and his Brit. And then we'll have to jump over to, I don't know, we've got a whole bunch of beds we can jump into. <laughs> Uh, we are gonna get a lot of recording space so yeah it'll figure it out reverend john doing his bed cast all right awesome sauce all righty so i am going to leave everybody with our interviews from Folsom street because i made some interviews there oh they are naughty confessions yes grief they were shocking yes some of them were pretty interesting shocked us Hello, so who are you and what are your confessions? Uh, Marcelo. And your confessions? Uh, Wednesday I'm going to have an orgy with transsexuals. Wow. And where do you get those? Craigslist. Oh. That's interesting. And what are you going to do there? Well, what I'm not going to do. <laughs> I don't know, I'll be blindfolded or whip. Um, earplugs. Uh, I will be feeling a lot of stuff, but probably not going to be seeing much. So, that's awesome. What are you looking forward to at Folsom? Being at the King on stage. Hi, who are you, and what is your confession? My name is James, and I'm going to confess about this girl that I dominated last night. She'd never been tied up or flogged before. We were at a gangbang. So I tied her up and then forced her to give oral sex to five men while she was bound. And I flogged her the entire time and made her swallow every drop of their jizz. And is this the girl here? No. No. Oh, okay. No, unfortunately she's recovering. She's like, I wish it was me. <laughs> she wishes it was her. <laughs> what are your plans for Folsom? Oh, just to walk around and have a good time. What about you? What's your confession? Well, I met this guy... And I'd never been tied up before, uh-huh. and he tied me up and spanked me, and I really, really enjoyed and it. Did he make you blow five guys? No, unfortunately. Why not? Because I wasn't there. Oh, okay. So that's for next time then. Next time. Okay. Any plans for Folsom? Uh, to get spanked a lot. Okay, I think there's some volunteers here that can help Yay, you with. Hey, uh... volunteers! Who are you, and what's your confession? Well, I'm Dan. My confession is last night I had probably four different penises in my mouth. Yeah, that's the first time for me, so. Oh, wow. That's a naughty one. <laughs> yes, it is. Were you, were you tied up and spanked? I was not tied up. I was not spanked. But I was definitely being played with at the same time. Not exactly sure who all was on the other end all the time because I couldn't always see. Bodies are in the way, that kind of a thing. But it's a good time. Good time was had by all. Awesome. And are you going to repeat on that? Um... I'm probably not going to go any farther than that. I have a newfound respect for women and how their jaw does not get sore <laughs> during. Because i got to tell you, especially with one of the guys, he was huge. And I, that was a challenge. So, <laughs> Well, good job. Congratulations, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What's your name and what are you doing here at Folsom? I'm looking for Sister Roma because she apparently is where the circle jerk is. Okay. And what is that exactly? 
It's where they jerk around in a circle. Okay. <laughs> Is that your plan for Folsom? Yes. Any other plans? No. Well, I'll check in with you later, okay? No. <laughs> yes, yeah, so who are you and what are your confessions? I'm not confessing. I've been far too well behaved. I'm not confessing. I find it hard to believe. <laughs> okay. What are you planning on doing at Folsom? Just checking out the scene. Just looking at everybody. What about you? What are you doing here? I'm here to see some fisting. <laughs> That's a girl who knows what she wants. And how's that working out for you? Well, I haven't seen anything yet, but we're kind of towards the front, aren't we? Yeah. Just fisting, nothing else? Um, Male, female? Either. She's an equal opportunity fister, so yeah, either. And do, do you like doing that yourself, or do you, do you like it getting done? No, I just want to watch. What about you, sir? What are you doing here? I'm here with my wife. We're here to see every single thing that we can see. And uh, especially, we love the role play, we love the floggers. I mean, yeah, it's all good. What does Folsom mean to you? 100% be yourself and be what you want to be and do not have to worry about what anybody else thinks about you. And uh, whatever kink you got, just let it fly and everybody digs it. What are your confessions? <laughs> we had lots of tape. <laughs> confessions maybe like what I like? Sure. Uh, Leave out no dirty detail. That is a tough one, yeah. So, well, other than uh, sharing as many men with my wife as possible since I'm bisexual, we do occasionally get into some, some pretty good bondage, some pretty rough sessions. Uh, my wife and I, I'm mostly Dom. She's probably a switch, and sometimes we get in some really nice uh, power struggles. They usually start out with her slapping me. <laughs> I can see that happening. Yeah. And then I, It's a light tap. Yeah. <laughs> A light tap. She with a big flogger. Yeah, and then she wants to see the look on my face. And if the look on my face is, if I give her that, what the fuck are you doing look, then she knows it's, it's time to maybe uh, goad me into beating her. That sounds awesomely bratty. <laughs> oh, you should see the smile on. All right, have a good Folsom. All right, thank you. Today's recommended podcast is The Swing Wife. It details the adventures of Steph, her husband, and their friends through the swinging lifestyle. Hi, and welcome to The Swing Wife podcast. We thank you for listening. We hope you can sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Check them out at theswingwife.com. That's it. That's it? For the rest, I would invite everybody to go to the website, blissbringers.com. There, you just basically click on everything that's on there. You can subscribe in iTunes. You can review us. You can donate. Please review us. It helps move our ranks up. We need and tell a friend ranks. about us. Yes. For a friend that needs some audio porn. <laughs> Plug us into your ears and listen to us at the office, you naughty little workers. And for the rest, until next time, what's, what's your, your pleasure? All names mentioned in this show are either fictional, taken from public record, or held by people who have given their explicit consent to be mentioned.